Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Workouts for Older Men weekly podcast. I am Skip LaCore. I'm so glad you're joining me for this week's podcast. In this week's Workouts for Older Men podcast, I want to talk about simple and effective eating plans for you now that you're a little bit older and you have a busy, productive life. I want to help you understand what you need to do without all the excess. The psychology behind it, it plays a big part, the mental and emotional part of eating. All right, so in this week's podcast, I want to talk about simple and effective eating plans for older men and a lot more. I'm going to do all of that in this week's Workouts for Older Men podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Workouts for Older Men weekly podcast. I'm Skip LaCour. And I'm so glad you're here joining me again for this podcast that is specifically designed for you. If you're an older man, you know you have to focus more on your fitness. You have a busy, productive life. You're confused by all the information that's all over the Internet. Well, I want to make it simple and effective for you. Right? I've been doing this for a very long time, over 30 years, and uh, the majority, the first part of my journey has been extreme focus, six-time national champion, drug-free bodybuilder, doing everything meticulously in overtaking my life. As I look back, I'm still catching up for that extreme focus, but now I'm 58 years old. I've got a busy, productive life. I've got people counting on me in ways I didn't when I was able to be so extreme before, and I know you're getting a lot of your information from younger passionate fitness experts who used to be like I used to be. It's not going to fit into your life. You know that. You're probably doing a poor job of picking and choosing what you need to do and eh, what's the extra stuff because you're just getting bombarded with so much fitness information, all the details, all the big things, all the little things. And here's the challenge. I know you're successful, and I know there's always a higher level of success. So when I say that, uh, but you got a lot of things going on that you've done well, your business, your career, your family, uh, doing uh, that type of structured level of uh, success uh, for a long time. You figured things out. You have continuity and predictability in your life, right? So you have a lot to be thankful for, appreciative for, and it's because of your hard work. And so you have a, this level of confidence in those areas of life, business, family, you know, your common sense, you're a smart guy. Unfortunately, unfortunately, when, you know, now that we're a little bit older and you have that level of confidence and, and certainty, that doesn't directly transfer to a new area of life that it doesn't seem like it's so complex, just lifting weights and eating, right, right, to uh, be fit. But even though it's not rocket science, you have to learn the subtleties, uh, the distinctions, and sometimes our intelligence, our common sense in those other areas, they don't transfer to fitness. And I know that you're getting all the information and you're trying to pick it all out. You know you can't do all these things that you're getting from the younger passionate fitness experts. I want to help you sort everything out. Do the things that are important. Throw away all the things that you don't have to do that's excess. right? Because you know there's some 
in there. You don't want to be a big old bodybuilder or make it your life or make YouTube videos or whatever. And it's what you're picking. I know just a lot of smart men are not doing a good job of picking and choosing what they need to do and throwing away the things they don't need to do. Not doing a good job. It's not based on your intelligence or anything like that. It's just that a lot of important things you're not putting enough priority on. And there's things that aren't important that just seem interesting. It's the latest craze on YouTube or social media when you're looking at the fitness channels because, you, hey, that guy has a great physique. He seems to know what he's talking about. He's passionate. All right, you want to go to the best. All right, but those things aren't necessary for what we're trying to do, busy, old, and productive lives. And I just want to emphasize that because a lot of guys will say to me, hey, well, I don't want to be a big old bodybuilder. Hey, Skip, you look great at 58 years old. I don't want to be all that. I get that. I get that. And so I want to help you sort all of this information out and do the things you need to do and throw away the things that you don't. Do a better job of picking those things. And that's what this is all about. I'm 17 years removed from that extreme lifestyle. I live the lifestyle like you. And it just lets you know I use this uh, comparison is that uh, when I was that younger, passionate fitness expert and I did all those things, if it could make a 1% difference, I want to believe on my way to becoming a six-time national champion drug-free bodybuilder and then writing um, uh, for the muscle magazines and TV appearances and all the Internet presence when the Internet first started. I want to believe that that took an 11 out of 10 effort. And I proudly was that hard worker that put an 11 out of 10 on a scale from 1 to 10 effort. Well, to look this way now, right, sorting everything out, the things that really matter, takes about a 3, right, uh, in comparison, right? And I want to use all the time through my podcast, my videos. Make sure you go to skiplacore.com. I've got so many videos, uh, other podcasts, blog posts, diets, training routines, so many things uh, for you to go on this journey, immerse yourself on this journey, and make it easier for you. Because, you know, there is work involved. I don't have to tell you that. You know what it's like to be successful at what you do. Uh, but it doesn't have to be an excess. And uh, I whittled it down to things that are most important. I want to do a great job of communicating that to you. I want you to come along for my podcast, watch my videos, immerse yourself in the process, because there is a price to pay. But we don't have to do that excess. And a lot of times it's a mindset. So, again, it takes me about a 3 out of 10 effort. But I need to communicate that to you. I need to help you, you know, understand with all the information that you're getting uh, why, well, this is true, but it's not needed. Or, you know, that's not really true at all, right? And this is going to be especially true when it comes to nutrition. Uh, during this week's podcast, I want to talk about simple and effective eating plans for older men, older men with busy, productive lives. Simple and effective eating plan for older men. That's what I want to talk about in this week's Workouts for Older Men podcast. Well, so how are you doing? How are things going? You know, I'll tell you something. Uh, I'm passionate about this, connecting with you, sharing this information, right? It's dovetailed up 31 years of doing all this. And, uh, you know, people talk about, yo, 2020, oh, what a year. And uh, I, I try not to uh, fall into that thinking. Right. Once you start looking for all the bad things, right, then you'll your mind will just oh well that's a bad thing that's a bad thing that's a bad thing and and so you know during this challenging uh, 2020 year that we're in, 
every time something goes wrong, someone say, oh, that's typical of 2020. Like, if 2020 couldn't get any worse, right? Again, I tried to uh, not attach myself to that way of thinking, all right, because I'll find all the negative things. But i got to tell you something. You know, I, I, if you know me, I'm positive, I'm empowering, <laughs> all right? I try to uh, uh, be that example. The men who I coach for fitness and beyond, the accountability, goal-setting, life coaching uh, that I do, i got to be that physical, mental, emotional example. And that's just how I live and breathe, right? So just comes out and it, it, it's trained, it's conditioned, and i got to have to live that example. So I always try to be positive, can we talk? Bro to bro, maybe just for a couple minutes. This has been a challenging year for me. <laughs> a lot of things have come up that are real. And I, I know it's been that way for a, a lot of uh, you, maybe for you, and if not for you, the people you care about most, your extended family, your friends. And even if uh, you aren't being negatively impacted by all the uncertainty in the world, Maybe your friends are, and then that energy somehow makes its way to you. I, I hope you're doing great. I hope you're doing even better than me. And I'm doing fine. It's just that it's been a challenge. But my Facebook page, that's probably my uh, number one platform. I, I've been doing podcasts for years. That's probably my first platform, even before Facebook. I've been doing these uh, podcasts uh, for years, all right, Uh, uh but my number one social media platform that I spend the most amount of time, energy, effort has been Facebook. It, it seems like it's a it's a good platform that and YouTube for older men like you and me. And so, like, I'll be working, you know, making videos, uh, working with my one-on-one coaching clients, getting great distinctions, mental distinctions, training strategies, uh, things that I find that men like you and me, a little bit older, busy, productive lives, we trip up on. And, and so, during my day, several times throughout. The day I'll, I'll write some distinction, uh, uh, you know, one sentence, key distinction I learned through a conversation in that day, uh, to a paragraph or two or an article or a bit. I make a video, right? So, as I've been processing and understanding you as an older man more and more and more how to be a more effective coach, I just go right to my computer and. and put all my thoughts down on Facebook. And I've done that for years. But my Facebook page got hacked. <laughs> and as we speak right now, it's been like a week and a half, maybe a little bit more. It just got took over. Somehow they got in, they took uh, my wife and I uh, off the administrator side, no access to my account, my ads, or, or those years, I think it's 12 years of work and, and all that. It's just gone. And so... Like, I'm just freaking out, you know, getting, it just feels so violated, but I'm just so passionate about my work. A couple things, though, I'm always going to look for the bright side, right? I'm always going to look for the bright side. And, you know, uh, especially during this pandemic, the last six months or so, I've really just been pumping out the information. Less places to go, right? More guys uh, at their uh, computers, and so I put a lot of work into it. And I said to myself, you know, I'm starting to post a lot of the same things. I've thought this out every single direction, right? And so I took the time to go through my Facebook page and take, you know, all of all the things that I that I've written and all the tips and and everything like that because uh, again, five, ten, twenty minutes, half an hour every single day for months, you know, uh, 
And again, I wasn't anticipating negative, like my Facebook page would get hacked and taken over, maybe delete it, never uh, getting it back. But I took the time, and it, there was so much information posted there. I think it took me, you know, on and off. Took me about a week to take all those posts off, right? And I said, you know, I need to organize these because I'm starting to write the same things over again to just be efficient and put a lot of thought into it, right? So that's a good thing. I did that right before it was taken over. But uh, man, it just just makes you feel so violated. And you know, that's my business, and that's the way I connect with you, right? But it, it made it even worse because you know, I'm, am I ever going to get this back? Uh, do they have access to my credit cards and and those type of things. Um, then I was get, I've been getting calls from Vietnam. All right, and you know, and that's why I get the impression going back and forth. Now, Facebook. One gentleman, you know, he reached out to talk to me because I think when I was talking about something else, ads, he he could tell whatever the challenge was. It wasn't have anything to do with what I was talking about, my ads and things like that. He just recognized. It got hacked, so he got me on the phone. But they don't imagine all the people on Facebook and all the websites. Uh, they're not going to talk to you on the phone. If you can't communicate through email, they're not going to talk to you on the phone, which is frustrating, you know, uh, for me with all the delays going back and forth and, of course, this being so important to me, right? Uh, but, uh, yeah, and so so I've been getting calls from Vietnam, and it kind of seems like every time I'm talking there, chatting with Facebook, that's when I would get these calls from Vietnam and something. What are these guys trying to do? Extort me? What's the deal? I mean, what's going on? And one cool thing is that, you know, one thing I love about YouTube, if you got any challenge, right, you got some hair growing behind your ear or your garage door opener doesn't work or you can't put together uh, maybe some toys for your kids or whatever, or your Facebook page gets hacked, there's somebody took the time to do a video and share their experience. And so it didn't take me long to look there, and some uh, woman was talking about her page and how it was important to her, but she got it back in uh, three weeks. So that gave me some hope and optimism, kept me uh, from freaking out uh, too much. But that's my business. You know, what I did is I, I pivoted right away, and I created a different Facebook page and, you know, started continuing to connect, but that's just a fraction. You know, I have a half a million uh, people <laughs> on that Facebook page that took me for years. So, you know, my reach and, you know, I'm trying to keep my cool, what its impact. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I, just last night, uh, you know, they had me, my driver's license, documents, signed documents that it was, it was mine. So I think after all that, uh, a week and a half of, uh, panicking <laughs> or, you know, certainly, uh, wondering, <laughs> I, I feel as though I'm on the verge of getting it back, right? So, but like, again, how are you doing this during this pandemic, right? You know, I'm, I'm just curious is that, you know, a lot of guys, they come to me for fitness, but it's more than about fitness. And I think you know that, you know, but it's just important we don't stack all our challenges. Oh, here's another reference of why 2020 sucks. Yeah, but how are you doing? You know, I, I really feel as though to be happy, we have to have a sense of control. Things don't even have to be going right. But we have to believe that brighter days are going to come. We can work ourselves out of whatever challenge. And we have a plan, a plan that we believe in most of the time, and then we work on it consistently. We don't ever have, even have to reach the goal. But if we 
just see a way out. We have a plan. We believe in the plan, and we're working on it every single day. That will give us a sense of control or more of a sense of control. And that's what we need more than anything besides getting uh, through our challenges. That's why I love simplifying the fitness process. And, again, today we're going to talk about simple and effective um, eating plans for older men uh, because men just don't have a sense of control, that they know what to do, they believe in what they do, and so they're not doing it. And with the body, it's just whether it's with the training, nutrition, or how it all works together, there's no sense of control. And that's what's really frustrating for a lot of men. And I wonder if that's your case too. All right. Uh, but again, there's a lot of things that are uncertain in this world that we don't have that sense of control. A lot of men come to me to get that sense of control with their body first. It's never usually really about the body, right? Because, you know, and I'm going to kind of emphasize this because I don't want to make it complicated and certainly too complicated like a lot of fitness experts when it comes to this nutrition, right? It is simple, but, you know, sometimes the best things in life, uh, the plan is simple. It's just about executing. It's your expectation. Manage your expectations. Uh, don't uh, get too anxious if you're not getting results fast enough because nobody does, no matter what you think. All right, it's about having high enough standards, you know, and uh, knowing, again, your, your, what you expect. It's a mindset. It's an emotional thing more than the strategies, and that's for everything, with your body, with your eating habits, for your job, for your relationships, with everything. And I want to give you that sense of control because, again, when you have that sense of control, you'll do. You'll move more, eat less when it comes to your body. You'll be patient. But the fitness, to get that sense of control, get a plan, Structure plan, again, it doesn't have to be complicated. And, and I just think that's the attraction of fitness, even for older men. But I really do believe that it's other areas of life. Maybe I have a lot of men who have made a lot of money. Um, they spent seven days a week mastering what they do. Uh, but that journey is over, meaning that they have enough money. Maybe they still have to work. But they don't get that same charge out of that journey anymore that consumed their life and made them feel in control day to day and they work towards it. Maybe they put their fitness aside totally or maybe they dabble in it or whatever it is. And now that chapter is done and now moving forward. Maybe they want a deeper relationship with their wife. Right? Maybe they sacrifice so much they don't have any connection. That happens a lot. Maybe they're saying, is this all there is? And they're not quite as happy and they put all that time. And then again, how do I get this? And say, I don't know what to do. That was something I just did. And so they can't imagine, and they've tried different things to make them happy, but they don't believe in it enough, and they don't work on it enough because they don't believe in it enough on that path to make them happy. It's not defined, and it just leaves them in a place of uh, not being in control. Usually when I talk to men, I get their fitness down, I get them in shape, get them more certain then we move on to other things. We talk about those empty areas because I'll tell you, this is what I have to say, is that midlife crisis is a real thing. It is a real thing. It's a mental thing. It's an emotional thing. Sure, we can talk ourselves, oh, you know, what? talk ourselves out of it. But I don't care who you are. Now that we're older, we've got some great things that we spend our willpower, focus, energy on these years that we're rewarded for. Uh, we feel good about our journey, what we've accomplished, other people certainly appreciate what we've accomplished, right? 
But there's a lot of, as we were doing those things to feel great and accomplish those things, we gave up a lot of things. We made choices by default that maybe we're not quite so sure that we made the right decision. Maybe most of the time, but there's sometimes in those dark times in the morning, where's this life going? Did I make the right choices? Sure, I got this, but what at what price did I pay? And is this all there is in life? You know, and I'll tell you, you know, uh, you come to me for this uh, understanding of fitness and then how I can break down in you and your life and bypass all the younger passionate fitness experts with all the excess. But that came in at an extreme price. And, look, I don't have to tell you, I deal with a lot of very successful men with their business, and people just assume, well, it's easy for you, or they don't know the grind behind it. And they're never going to know. And sometimes you think, eh, if they knew what it took to get here. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, and they, it seems like they sell you short, and probably by this time you don't expect them to get it. Well, it's the same thing that gave me this level of knowledge. I made a lot of choices uh, intentionally and by default uh, that I question all the time. I mean, but I, again, it's, it's from this point, I don't care what age you're in right now. This second half of your life, what's the path to round it all off? We're all doing that. I don't care if you focused on fitness and not other areas. I don't care if you focused on relationships and not other areas. I don't care if you made a ton of money right, um, and not as much in other areas. I don't care what it is. We've left holes, and you're not alone. Just remember that. Even some of the, the men who have what you desperately need, whatever it is you need in life, they have it down because they put the effort in to master it. They're feeling the same way maybe like you are um, in other areas of life. So this midlife uh, crisis, it's a real mental thing. We all second-guess uh, the challenges, um, our path, what took us to get here. And uh, we're all looking for that path, to have that hope, that happiness, have a plan, believe in that plan, and work towards it. And, again, I, I help men do that with their fitness and a lot more. I just think it's important, especially when I talk about simple and effective uh, eating plans for older men because you're smart, you know that. All right, so if you can't engage, if you can't move more, eat less, if you can't watch, do these simple things, and you've been watching all these videos and you're still confused, because there's more to all this. There's more to all this. All right, so, um, but let's let's talk about it. I want to give you... Now, again, I don't, it's important I talk about this mental and emotional part because that's what's getting in the way, right, more than the strategies. You're a smart guy. You can do this. So um, I want to, you know, continually immerse yourself in this process so you kind of pick up on the vibe, uh, the mindset that you need, uh, and with the strategy. So, you know, I'm not going to get overly complicated with the strategies and that's one thing you may think it needs to be complicated with these eating oh skip it's a billion dollar industry everybody i know look at around uh they're fat they're overweight and maybe i only need to lose 20 pounds but i still need to lose. it can't be simple it's got to be complicated because look around everybody isn't in shape all right now i understand that but that keeps you where you are making it overly complicated i'm going to make it simple now the first thing as I talk about the organizing principles, a simple and effective eating plan for older men, is that 
you got to concentrate on this diet. When you want to look better in the mirror, got too much body fat, and a lot of times the muscle that you don't have, all right, what you want to see in the mirror, it's because of your nutritional habits. You have that body fat, not because you don't do enough cardio or you don't have the right training routine, how you lift weights. It's because you have too much body fat, right? They say that's 80%. You probably heard this 80% nutrition, 20% training. And you'll hear me say that over and over again. If you were to lose that body fat, you may not be as big because I guess you're losing weight as you're losing the fat. But the muscle that you want to build, uh, the muscle that you have built, it's just going to show. You're going to look the way you want in the mirror, but it may not weigh as much on the scale. You're not going to weight train your way or even do cardio to look better in the mirror. It's going to be done through your eating habits. So if you don't put enough importance or you want to pretend it's not important and you'd rather just keep on concentrating on the right training routine because that's active, you like to grunt and sweat, and it seems like the right, it's just not. And unless you come on board that your nutritional habits are making the massive, massive difference in the way you look, then you're going to listen to a podcast like this and you're going to check out. Because you don't really want to do it and you hope you can continue to get by or get by without worrying about it. You, there's no escaping this. All right? You got to understand that. All right? So you got to address this. And I, I think you know that. And again, so you should embrace my simple and effective ways of looking at it, my simple and effective strategies, rather than make it complicated, because, it, because that hasn't worked in the past. It will serve you. Right? I know you hear so many things. All right? I know you hear so many things out there. But here's a question that I have to ask you is, are you getting lost in this information on purpose? Because it's complicated, because it takes a certain amount of discipline. Think about it when it comes... To eating the right way, you got to think about where you're going to eat and not eat. Got to eat several times a day. Other people, um, their lives, their thoughts are revolved around eating. So you got to think about it. Then you got to think about it when you look in the mirror. You got to think about it uh, at meal time when it's even time to clean up and prepare the food. You got to think about it when you go to the grocery store. A lot of thought has to go into this. Are you pushing it away? It's just so easy to worry about what you do in the gym for an hour or so, I don't know, four or five, I don't know, six days a week. Are you still just hoping that you can get by, right? And I just think a lot of times we uh, we make the excuse. I mean, I'm not one of those guys, what's your excuse type of guy, but I think we make that excuse because we don't want to address and we hope the training will take over. It's, it's just not. You know, it's just not, right? You know, I'll tell you, because when I was a bodybuilder, I mean, I just want to be the champion, and, and I would, you know, help regular guys, not older guys back in the day. But I was just sub actually so surprised on how many questions were about nutrition and eating. You know, I remember in the very early days, the Internet and websites, I had one, right, when uh, the Internet started with my website. And, you know, the statistics, I would talk about motivation, and it, first and foremost, because I know the mind's the most important thing. And then secondly, training. The nutrition, I had so many questions. That was odd to me because I was dedicated. Because it's like, look, it's protein, carbs, and fat. you got to watch what you eat. If you want it bad enough, you do it seven days a week. Why make the food complicated? And when guys come to me, I would say, look, why is this so complicated? I mean, look, I wasn't that detached. But if you want to get in shape, eat a can of tuna, 
<laughs> and eat some rice cakes. Do that five times a day. All right? That's the quickest point to A to point B. It's clean food. It's healthy food. It's a balance of protein, carbs, and fat. Yes, it's boring. It's not inconvenient. It's simple. If you want it, I mean, that's a simple route. And so everybody kind of knows that, but they go, well, but that's not sustainable. Well, what else can I eat? Well, then you have to go down this route because then now it's all these different levels of dedication because some guys would just eat the, you know, tuna and rice cakes, for example. I'm not saying you should do that. And some guys will, can I eat tortilla soup? That's my favorite or whatever, right? Or can I eat candy every once in a while? So the range of what they're willing to do, and that's an individual thing. So it would be really frustrating. I was just surprised, you know, because that's not wasn't my thinking at all, why people have to make this complicated. But I know it's an emotional thing. I mean, I wrote an e-book back in the day, and I just sold thousands and thousands about simple and effective eating habits, you know, for nutrition. So, again, it's a mental thing, right? So don't get caught up and don't make it, oh, I've heard so many things and, and, and complicate it because that's just preventing you, you know, from getting going, all right? Look, I'm going to just tell you, all right? I know this sounds simple. I know what you're thinking. No, it's got to be more complicated. And why would there be Nutrisystems? Why would there be Weight Watchers? Why would there be the keto diet? And people are so passionate about that. And some people say, oh, that's not good. Or the carnivore diet or the zone diet or the Mediterranean diet or the grapefruit diet or whatever. Skip, it can't be that simple. A nice little podcast. You seem a little passionate about it. I know what you're thinking. And just like whatever you're great at, your job, right? And people say, wow, you're awesome. And you're thinking, yeah, I put in a lot of work, but I just did the details, the blocking, the tackling, the organizing principle. I just did it for years. It's not rocket science. I just wanted it, and I did certain things longer than other people. They got bored. Um, They weren't attached to the goal. They didn't get enough about it. It's not that you, in your life, you were so brilliant, but I'm sure you are. You're brilliant, but you just follow through. And maybe in in some areas you're you're like, you understand people, but it's not like rocket science. You're thinking, well, if you want it, why don't you do those things, right? And maybe that is with your job. Well, really, that's the way it is for eating too. All right, now you just don't attach the same things because these are the organized brand. And you know what? I know this, but why is there so many things? Right? Because it's mental and emotional for those reasons. Just like at your job when it comes to eating. Here is what you have to, and again, simple and effective. You want to buy into this because that's how you're going to do it now that you're older and you have a busy, productive life, right? Okay, very simple. Don't eat too much food. Okay, now I know that's a little nebulous. What does that mean? But just don't, you know, you know when you're overeating, don't eat too much food. I'll get more specific than that, right? Number two, and this is important too, don't eat too much food and be consistent with the amount of food that you eat. Be consistent. Don't have big waves up and down, all right? The the body thrives on regularity, all right? It wants things just to be a pattern. You know when you get on patterns, you wake up at the same time, you eat at the same time. Your body starts anticipating and it runs more efficiently. Your thinking, your metabolism, all these things, right, on regularity. And then here's the third part. When you have don't eat too much food and you're consistent, you have that regularity with your eating, right? The third one, and this is a distant third. Most men never do those first two, 
But if you don't do this third one, you're going to run into a roadblock. And that's, you got to make sure you eat enough food. All right, most of the men who come to me, they look better than most 50s or so uh, men their age. They're in the top 20%. 80% of the men would wish they would look like them. Now, that's not good enough for you if you're in that category. I get it. I can get you to top, top 5%. That's why we're talking about all this stuff with nutrition. Right, but you got to appreciate where you are compared to other people. Most of the men who come to me, I would say, you know, I've had guys, you know, training for 20 years or 15 years, and they just say, man, something about you, your energy, the way you look, this has always been important to me. I want to be in the presence of a master. I don't know what you know that I don't know, but this is so important to me. I want to talk to you. I want to get some coaching. I want to figure it out. Now, I do have men like that. I really respect and appreciate that. But most of them, again, it, you know, they're at their 50s or so, and it's just a area of their life that they just didn't focus on that much. They put on their family and their business. So it's like one or two years of this fitness journey. They're going to the gym on a regular basis. They're making a part of their life, right? It's not overly taking life. They don't want to be a bodybuilder. But really for the first time in the last year, or two years, they're putting energy in whatever the reasons where they've got time, they're empty nesters, that journey of uh, making that money or whatever they're doing is over, whatever, they're just in a new chapter in life and now they want to you know, devote it to fitness or they've had health concerns, whatever, a variety of reasons why they're on this fitness, making a part of their life for the last one or two years. But here's the thing is, they got that last 20 or so pounds of body fat, even though they look better than most, that chest area, maybe a little stomach, and they didn't work this hard over the last year or two just to stop there, and it has stopped, right? So this third part for them, and I'd say most of the time, number one, they don't know how many calories they eat. They know they, that they did number one or two. They, didn't, they don't eat too much food, and that's worked to this level, and they're consistent. The same organizing principle being structured, they've applied you know, uh, to their eating habits, um, all right? And, but that, you know, you get that last 20 pounds. That's frustrating. And now it just won't move. The body won't change. What they're not doing is they're not eating enough food. Now, even if they did know, which most of them don't, that amount of food is generally about 1,500 or 1,700 calories. It's not enough food. I don't care if you're older. I don't care if it's worked to this level. You're not going to get to that level not eating enough food. Certainly not knowing if you are or not because you have no idea how much food you're eating. Right? So the third part of this is making sure you eat enough food to keep your metabolism running efficiently. All right? So the three basic things are don't eat too much food. Be consistent as much as you can. Right? Make sure your standards are high enough like they were at work to the body that you want. And then the third one is you got to eat enough food. You got to keep that metabolism going, and 1,500, 1,700 calories is not enough. The, I don't care, you know, height, height, weight, all those type of things. You know, you should be eating at least, at least 2,200 calories, which is significantly more than the guys, the majority of guys. Maybe you're in that category. Maybe you don't even know. Or even that 1,500 to 1,700 calories. That seems to be the amount of guy, older, busy, productive life, who looks pretty good but can't get to the next level. Everything stopped. So, you know, the first thing you should do is you should go on an app like MyFitnessPal and just 
and you're probably structured. A lot of men who are in that place that they made it out top 20%, they eat pretty much the same foods at the same time. Not all the time, but a good 70% of the time. You can, and again, I'm not telling you to go to that app and you know, and to put in your height and weight, and then they tell you how many calories you eat. That's not what I'm saying. That's what most people do. They go to that app to get that type of information. Okay, what you need to do is use their conversion charts and their uh, glossary, their library of foods and their value, because you've already been consistent. You should be able to go back in the way you've been eating for the last three months, and it's probably really consistent, and tell me how many calories that is. By doing the research, okay, potatoes, I eat about this much. It doesn't have to be exact right. You will find that if you're in that stuck position, it's probably 1,500, 1,700. It's not enough food. We've got to bump that up. So that's the first thing. You've got to know how many calories you eat. And now, again, I'm not saying you've got to every morsel of food for the rest of your life and prepare it. And That's not what I'm saying. Here are some things you don't have to do, and I know you hear this, and it makes it complicated. And it seems like it works. Is one thing you don't, you don't have to eat several times throughout the day. Now, if that's better for your schedule, then fine. Eat five times a day. Eat three times a day. You can eat two times a day. Now, again, with the extreme, you know, that drip, drip, drip of the protein and nutrients and the timing and the metabolism, they make way too much out of that. You don't have to with a busy, productive life. Now, if you can do it, but don't think you've got to eat five times a day because that's a job. That is a job to do, and especially if you've got to stop and start because you've added not only eating all those meals, that you also have to eat them no more than two or three hours. They've got to be timed and scheduled. That's a lot of detail. That's a lot of, you're going to make, to make the choice to eat just say five or six times a day at specific times, you're going to make a lot of decisions about your life and your relationships by default by doing that. That's not necessary. You just need to get your calories in for the day, right, that right amount of food, right, the macronutrient ratio, right, that throws off a lot of guys, well, how much, pro, what percentage of protein, carbs, and fat, I hear so many different things, yeah, you hear so many different things because there are so many different diets that have different macro ratios. Now, again, I'm not trying to say that, you know, that you're on your hormone levels, cortisol levels, blah, 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 like it has zero impact, but those don't have to be precise, 20, 30, 40% protein, you know, I, as low as some guys eat no carbs, but up to 40% carbs, there's nothing wrong with that. Up to 30% fat, whatever the percentage, whatever you see, like a piece of meat, not too many carbs and vegetables, right? Vegetables are fine, but, you know, the starchy carbs. And then, you know, you watch your fat, good fat intake. What you visually see, right, you're not going to just keep in your caloric range. Those percentages if they're preventing you from taking action, because I don't, he says 32%, but I've heard 28% with the protein or the carbs or the fat or whatever. It's calories ingested versus calories burned, optimizing this metabolism. You've got to take that out if it's making, you making it too complicated. Here's another thing that men trip up on, right? To look better in the mirror, to lose that body fat, to show that muscle, to build that muscle, eating in a certain way, the type of foods they eat. That's one thing. That the end product helps you build muscle and lose body fat. That's one thing. It's a totally different thing, not totally different, but the quality of food, like brown rice versus white rice, uh, this type of food, it's glycemic. Okay, see, because now you're getting into the weeds. It's calories adjusted versus calories burned. What's healthy, what the studies say healthy when you're a little bit older, that's not necessarily uh, tied in 
to what's going to help you build muscle and lose body fat. And again, if you complicate it so much, well, I want to do my diet. I want to eat consistently. I don't want to eat too much food. I want to know how many calories and be consistent, like you said. But I don't know if uh, berries are good or the sugar content in this. Or, you know, you're, you're intentionally or unintentionally tripping yourself up. Calorie adjusted versus calorie burn. You hear that? I know it just sounds so simple. Too simple. I know what you're thinking. And then all the special diets out there, the keto diet that's popular, the carnivore diet, a no-carb diet, high-carb diet, the strict diet, the not-so-strict diet, the you know, Nutrisystems, uh, Weight Washers, so many different diets. What makes them all work is that calories ingested versus calories burned, not because they're magical qualities of the food or the macronutrient ratios. That's not it. I know it may seem like that, but 5% is that, not uh, those little differences, uh, not 95%. 5%, that makes them different, and they'll say that they're more effective. And sometimes it's just a preference, right? What they have, they do the three things they t tell you. If you're on whatever those diets are, you do three things. You don't eat too much. You're consistent. You're consistent with your body's caloric content, and it gets regular and fast and gets faster. You optimize your metabolism is what I call it. Okay, and then you make sure you eat enough food. That's what makes those diets work, and 5% is their little differences in preference and what they like. And I know, again, that health concerns get thrown in there that confuse even more. I'm telling you guys, it's calories ingested versus calories burned with those three things. Don't eat too much food you got to know how much food you eat, though, to even know what that even means. Be consistent, and then you want to expect to lose that last 20 pounds of fat, you got to eat enough food. I, I know that I've made it sound so simple, maybe too simple, but this is what you need. This is what you need. All right, and I'm not saying that, you know, the fitness experts, they're just trying to sell you something or they're lying to you. You know, when, when I was doing all the things that I heard and I just followed through, it worked. But it's, not, it's 17 years removed that, oh, well, I look great, but it wasn't because of this, this, and this. It was really because of this, this, and this. So I really think that they're not necessarily, you know, lying to you. They're giving you a specific black and white. Maybe they think it needs to be common. Maybe they just believe it. Maybe they just understand your preference. Some people don't want to eat carbs. Some people, you know, uh, like that that hunger feeling better. Some want intermittent fasting. They those gaps in eating it's just better for them. But it's come down to that calories ingested versus calories burned. I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm making it sound too simple. Hey, if you like my vibe and you know I can help you, you're the type of man. You're successful in your family and business. It took you years to do that. And you don't want to go through this process. You don't want to wait till you're 65 to figure out all that stuff. And you want some one-on-one -on -one coaching, reach out to me. All right, I'm going to put this in the podcast notes. You can email me at skip at skiplacore.com, skip at skiplacore.com. Again, these are going to be down in the quotes. You can text me or call me right now, 925-352-4366, 925-352-4366. If you're outside of the United States, and again, you're fluent with English, all right, that's going to be, there's so much communicating, right? Uh, it's important. 
Uh, my WhatsApp number is 1-925-352-4366, 1-925-352-4366, and again, this is down below. All right, go to skiplacore.com. There's plenty of ways. Make sure you're on my email list. All right, but get a hold of me if you want some one-on-one attention. I can press through this. Give you if you're loving this podcast, you love this vibe. I can really make it simple for you. I got this great. Go to solutionswithskip.com. That link is down below. Solutionswithskip.com. Get this way to explain all this to you. 90-minute video. The biggest fitness challenges that older men face and their solutions. Right. I've got 12 modules, 11 hours that explain all of this how it works for older men. But here's the thing, you and I, we get to talk one-on-one. -on -one. I record the conversation. I'm going to come right to where you are because people are all at different places. All right, so go to Solutions with Skip. Again, thank you so much for joining me for this Workouts for Older Men podcast. Let's make it simple and effective eating plans now that you're a little bit older, now that you're a little bit older with a busy, productive life. Thanks for joining me, and have a great week. 